Chris, I can't think about help but think about your dad uh, every t- year about this time. And uh, as everybody knows, your uh, father passed away on uh, Christmas Day of last year, which uh, was somehow fitting, you know, although it may sound a bit maudlin. Could you talk about what went into the decision to continue the Christmas lights display at the farm in Montgomery County? Oh, it wasn't really a hard decision. We had talked and and that was one thing we had promised dad that that would continue as long as we had help and we could keep it going. It's so important to our family and him. Given this year is the first year without your father, how much does continuing the tradition mean to your family and this year's display mean to your family? It means a lot more this year. We think it's, one way of us to be in, in touch with him still and know, you know, it was something he enjoyed so much that we can continue. Let's uh, take us back a little bit. Uh, how did this whole tradition of setting up the Christmas lights every year at, at the farm, how did this whole thing get started 40-some uh, years ago? Well, actually, we're probably pushing over 50 as near as we can tell. Uh, everybody knows the story. My father-in-law from my dad went to a sale and got a few sets of lights, put them on the fences and us kids enjoyed them. So we kept, you know, bugging them that we needed more Christmas lights to put up. So one thing led to another and then cars started showing up. And then when I got in junior high and stuff, before I was helping with harvest much, I would start working on the lights. And it just expanded from then, and we got to the point where we're at now. Take us back. When you were a kid, what was it like uh, being a part of setting up these lights? How much did you folks look forward to this every year? Oh, we thought about it all year round. It was stuff that we could add and different things, and it just became a part of our life then as it is now. Now, for those unfamiliar with the display, Chris, uh, tell tell us, first of all, where the farm is located and some of the things that they will see out there at the farm. 1233 E Avenue, Red Oak, Iowa, northwest of Red Oak. And some of the things you'll see when you come around here would be the highlights is a miniature church. We've got two buildings with animated displays a combine that my dad and I are really proud of that actually runs. We drive it in the shed and after we're done with lights, we drive it out for the lights, put it back in each year, a 70 foot tree, numerous cutouts, a Ferris wheel, a merry-go-round, a helicopter, an 18 foot soldier. There's a nativity scene, of course. And then we have a hundred foot cross on the hillside and the majority of the buildings are lit. Now, I was out there last year, and uh, it, it was just amazing to see some of these things that you were able to, to light up uh, for the display. Is there any particular part of this display that was the most painstaking, that you that, uh, required the most amount of work to set up? Oh, I'd say some of the work up on the grain bins and some of that, but as we get older, we get a little smarter sometimes, and we figure out easier ways of getting up there and placing the items and it's just some of the smaller stuff to get done each year that is sometimes the hardest you don't 
think it would take that much work, but it takes hours and hours. How has the technology changed uh, in the 50-some years you've been doing this display? How has the, the lighting and all the, the text that's, that's used uh, for the display, how has that changed over the years? Well, with LED lighting in the last 10 years, it's just incredible. It's made our power load so much lighter. I mean, we're probably 1,000, 1,200 feet out from our main power supply on the farm on the hillside and we wouldn't be able to do that without the led technology where it just don't pull no load and that's made it so we can expand out further and add more stuff so that makes it a lot more fun for us more things for people to enjoy are there anything is there anything new to this year's display any characters or any uh, display uh, any features that you've added uh, that's new to this year's display Two items that we added this year, as we talked a little earlier, with the loss of Dad, and then we lost uh, Jack's son-in-law, Miles Russell, that ran Russell Electric, that helped us out a lot with the lights, with the electrical side. With their losses, we did a moral tribute to them. For my dad, we did a five-point star to represent each of us five kids, and then a heart in the middle, a red heart, the stars blue as a remembrance of him and the love from us kids towards him. And then for my brother-in-law, we did a large light bulb and we did a remembrance that way of him, of all his help and his years. You mentioned uh, the help there that uh, you've received. Take us through the process of setting up the lights. Uh, When do you folks start putting the lights together and how many people were involved in this year's display or have been involved in this year's display over the years? Dad's partner, Sandy Severn, of many years, uh, she started around the 1st of October putting up all the ground. She does the low stuff on the fences, the houses, the garage, the hog house. And once we get done with harvest, the rest of us pretty much switch gears from harvest straight to Christmas lights. I guess the rest of our helpers would be my wife, Christine, my brother, Kirk, and his son, Jordan, brother-in-law, Scott, and his son, Garrett, such team, my wife, or my sister, Teresa, and her daughter, Michelle, and then Caitlin, such team, does our Baird's Christmas Light Facebook page that has really become popular. I just can't. Imagine the number of people. I think we have close to 10,000 followers on that now, and that's really fun reading the comments. We really enjoy that. Along those lines, what sort of response have you had? I, I know you get a great response every year. Uh, again, I was out there last year, and the, the streams of traffic that were coming down that county road uh, near the farm was just amazing. What sort of response have you received from the public this year after turning on the lights? The weekend was real busy. Um, usually that Saturday, Sunday, the first weekends, we get a lot of people that want to come see. And and then during the week, we get just a steady flow this week. It really makes it good because we can work on stuff and kind of, there's always, you get it working when you put it up and then it mysteriously quits working. So uh, there's always things that we need to work on and adjust. Some people may not notice it, but we notice it, so 
we're kind of fussy on some of that stuff the way we want it. Again, uh, the farm is located at 1233 E Avenue. Uh, what hours are the lights turned on? Uh, when can people see the, the lights, and how long are you going to have the display up? 5 till 10 p.m. every night of the week. We've got them on timers, so when I say 10, they're going to start shutting off at 10. We just had to reduce the walking and stuff to get them shut off, so we put a lot of them on timers to help with the turn on and turn off on them. But they'll run through New Year's night and be the last night. Well, uh, Chris, we thank you very much for being This was kind of a tough thing, I know, for you to talk about, and we appreciate uh, you coming on this morning, and we appreciate you and your family for keeping this tradition alive. We hope you all have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and thanks for what you folks are doing. Take care now. Thank you. That's Chris Baird of the Baird family regarding the uh, Baird Christmas lights here on the Morning Line on KMA.